0: I'm Ariel Azor, host of Right This Way, and today we're going to talk about gun control. I could probably talk about gun control, all the different forms of it, why it will never work, uh, all different things about gun control for like four episodes, so we're definitely not going to do that today. We're not going to cover everything that I could cover. I'm just going to talk about probably why we'll stick with why gun control in and of itself is not the answer to mass shootings because what we see out in the media today um, from every single Democrat, they just want to grab your guns. You know, their response to every violent gun death that happens like anything we see on the news about somebody died by a gun. They they just come for your guns immediately. And they're like, this is why we need stricter gun control and um, we need more laws and we need less people to have guns and have access to them and all of this. And that is their immediate response every single time. That is the Democratic response. And the Republican response, either, you know, if you're watching this, this is your response or maybe you've never thought of it this way. But the Republican response is... If you take guns away from people who are not criminals, who use them for what they're supposed to be used for, whether that is protection, hunting, whatever it is that your guns are supposed to be used for, if you take the guns away from those people, they have no way of protecting themselves from the people who use their guns for the wrong reasons, who use their guns for violence. There's no way to protect them. And at the end of the day, of course we rely on police officers uh, to protect us and, and law enforcement in general to protect us, but they're not always at the scene immediately. They're actually never at the scene immediately. If they weren't already there, they can never instantly be at a scene. They have quick response times, they, you know, they, they sometimes do, they can be there very fast, but they are never immediately there. The only person who can possibly stop a shooter who has a gun is another person who is on who can stop them immediately is another person who is on that same scene already who was already there and has a gun or who's right by and can literally see it happening and can run over and help that's the only way that that stops that that ends very quickly is with another person who has a gun in any situation if a person starts shooting you need another gun to stop him Depends on the gun, of course, and, you know, what's going on. If he has a pump shotgun, you know, he's going to be out of bullets eventually. But at the same time, even, you know, a handgun, he's going to be out of bullets eventually. But you just never know, you know, you can reload that pretty quickly. So it really depends on, uh, it definitely depends on what's happening. But at the end of the day, the main point is, no matter what happens, the police are never immediately there. You are always the first line of defense. Whether this is in your home, whether this is out in public, at the movie theater, at the grocery store, anywhere, at a concert, in a crowd, anything, you are the first line of defense because police aren't always there to protect you. So when the politicians get on the news and they start saying, we want to take your guns, we don't think you should have them because you can't use them responsibly. It's like in kindergarten and and all of middle school in general, when one kid does something wrong and the whole class loses recess privileges. It was horrible. You hated it. And you never understood why everybody had to suffer for the mistakes of Timmy, who just couldn't stop talking to the kid in front of him. It's not the whole class's fault. We would like to have recess, but you know, we lost our privileges. And the thing is, little Timmy, He was playing goofing off during class. He was enjoying recess, recess, but you know, Timmy got to goof off. And now the whole class who didn't goof off and who was doing what they were supposed to be doing and working during class time, they don't get recess. And it's exactly what happens when you make guns illegal. Criminals commit crimes and law abiding citizens abide by the law. So if you say, okay, well, no guns, because you guys clearly can't handle your guns and people do bad things with them. So nobody gets guns. You know, who's still going to get guns, even though they're illegal, they're still going to get them because they are criminals. And what they do is break the law. Like if that were the solution, you would just say, okay, well, let's make it illegal to kill people. Oh, wait, it is illegal to kill people. You can't do that. Everybody knows that, but you don't you don't listen you still the, these people still do it they still commit a crime and that's the thing is you literally are just saying we're going to make it illegal for law-abiding citizens to have guns for people who do the right thing what they're supposed to be doing with their guns who maybe never even use them if they're for self-defense maybe they never have to use them hopefully more often than not but they just say, okay, well these people cannot have guns and, and these people, we tell them they can't have guns, but you know, they're criminals, right? Drugs are illegal, marijuana was illegal in every state for a very long time and people still smoked it and sold it and bought it and all of that good stuff. They were still doing that because they didn't care, right? When you're going to commit mass murder, you don't care about the law. And the thing is too, they say, well, we've got to make this sort of gun illegal and this one and this one, and we'll just be really restrictive. And some people, you know, some things will be legal, but again, it's the exact same thing. You put those restrictions on and it doesn't do anything because these guns are still obtained illegally almost all the time. It's very rare that a gun that is used in a mass shooting is actually obtained legally, especially in schools and stuff. They usually use handguns and handguns aren't legal until you're 21, aren't legal for you to own or purchase. So they they weren't, they, you know, they weren't acquired legally in the first place in most of these shootings. That's, that's really what we see is they're not legal in the first place. So gun control obviously comes in a lot of different forms, but at the very core of it, it's just, it doesn't seem to make sense. Now there are certain things that do make sense that are kind of common sense, like denying a gun to a felon, or like things like that, that make common sense. And that could be seen as a, for, as a form of gun control, I think for sure. But it's not gun control, gun control, what we traditionally think of. And, um, what, those people on the news are talking about what those Democrats on the news are talking about today. That's definitely, it's not the same thing. One of the first things those Democrats like to say is, Oh, these Republicans, these conservatives, they care more about their guns than they do lives. And it's just not the case. And I mean, we see that happening all the time and it's just not the case. And we see that happening all the time with all of these different, uh, anything, you know, when they label us as racist and when they label us as homophobic and all of those things, is, it's the exact same thing. They want to distract you by saying, no, these people are just horrible, horrible, deplorable people. That's it. Because when you look at the root of it, when you explain the reasoning from both sides, look, 94% of mass shootings since like 1950 have occurred in a gun-free zone. Why? Because they're targets. You literally put a bullseye on schools, college campuses, uh, military bases. People know nobody's going to have a gun to stop you. That's the thing. And and restaurants that have like signs that say like no firearms are permitted in here and all of those things. You're literally putting a target on each of these spots, because if somebody wants to go commit mass murder again. It's thought out. It's something, you know, they have to acquire a gun. They have to do all of these things, go through all of these steps, plan out things. And it just it just doesn't happen just like that. And the reason they target these places is because they know that they can go and do what they're planning to do without being interrupted, without being stopped. And that's that's their best plan of action because if they walked into a police station to commit a mass shooting, do you have any idea how far they would get? They probably wouldn't make it through the door. So, you know, it, just, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense to say this is a gun-free zone. It's going to be really safe. We don't let guns in here. Because, again, criminals commit crimes. Law-abiding citizens abide by the law. So if a law-abiding citizen with a concealed carry permit, who concealed carries all the time, goes onto a college campus, he's not going to bring, or she is not going to bring their gun because it's, it's not legal for them to have it but if somebody goes to that college campus with the intention of taking lives of other people they're going to bring a gun right it, it, it doesn't matter and the reason they m- might be more inclined to go somewhere like that is because it's a gun-free zone because they know they're going to be the only one with a the gun they're going to be the one with the power because again that's that's the whole point is to take a lot of people's lives and if they're going to be stopped quickly why would they want to do it they would go somewhere else where they're going to be more successful so it it just doesn't make sense these policies and again they just say well these conservatives they just don't care about people and that was like a big thing with the march for our lives too or march of our march for our lives i think that was like a big thing that um they're saying like our lives our students our lives are worth more than your guns and, um, your, your right to own a gun is not more important than my life. And, and no, it's not, but you don't understand that (laughs) my right to own a gun, it doesn't have anything to do with your life. At the end of the day, they really are not related because the whole point of taking guns away is that you take them away from the people who are using them for the wrong reasons, but it's not possible. It just, it's not possible. And here's another issue is if you really do make it so, so difficult to get guns and acquire guns that people can't get them, you are not going to stop people from hurting people. There are bad people in the world who, who want to hurt people, who want to do bad things, who want to be famous in the news. Like again, Columbine who want to be known for doing what they're doing for killing people, for taking lives, for being a murderer. They want to be known for that. So you're not going to stop them by having a gun. They're not going to be like, Oh my gosh, I, like, I guess I can't kill people now that we don't have guns anymore in America. Like, that doesn't make any sense. They're going to resort to other methods. They're going to start using bombs. They're going to start using other methods of mass killing. And I think that people don't seem to pay attention. You know, the left is so concerned about like mental health, like if you were born in the wrong body, but the only mental health the left really cares about is transgenderism and, and uh, sexuality. If you're, if you're gay, if you're bisexual, because everybody is apparently nowadays, and um, because it's, it's trendy to be. And the left is so, so concerned about that sort of mental health that they don't pay attention to what real mental health is. We have a serious mental health problem that there's this many children who want to go to school and kill other children that they go to school with. That's a serious problem, but it's a cultural issue at the core of it. It's not something for the government to fix. I don't know. I said the left isn't concerned about it, but you know, the left should be concerned about it because the government cannot completely fix that, of course, but there might be something they could do they might be able to fix the public school system to offer better counseling or something like that uh like not therapy but um counseling i guess to students like but better you know i mean i know schools have counselors and things like that but better because a lot of the things that happens with these two is that we see the kids are saying, yeah, we knew him. Like he was, he was the one we would have been like, yeah, he'd be a school shooter for sure. And then he turned out to be one, you know, like they have those kids. So it's not like, it's not totally out of the blue every time. Like it's completely impossible to see. There definitely could be precautions taken. And there's definitely measures we could go to, to try to help these kids, to try to help their mental health. Because at the end of the day, you just can't, get rid of crime by taking by taking away guns. You can't get rid of that. Criminals just don't actually listen to the law. It's literally the definition of a criminal. So, so if you think that taking away guns from everybody is the solution to gun control, to stopping mass shootings, think again. Think about what really happens when you take guns away from everybody when you make them illegal. Because at the end of the day, people are always going to break the law. If they've gotten to the point or they are so mentally ill that they want to go and they want to hurt people in that way, there's just no stopping it by taking away the weapon they want to use. There just isn't. They will find another weapon. They will find another way. It's the core of this issue, I think, is mental health, I think, could definitely be improved upon in public schools, in honestly, private schools. I think colleges should have different options than they do. I mean, there's really not I, there. I don't think there's really that many options out there that are really doing something. I think we need to try different things. I think we need to actually make a conscious effort to do something about this. I think this is, this is the sort of thing I think a first lady should take on. You I'm know. not going to hate on Melania. I think her, uh, be best I think is what it is I think she actually is doing things with kids school students I think she's on the right track I think that's a really heavy thing probably for a first lady to want to do because you know she has to be kind of you know she I don't know I think that is kind of a heavy thing but I think that I think we're on the right track. I think that's something we should definitely be paying more attention to. I think it's a lot more important than taking away children's desserts and chicken nuggets, to be honest. If you enjoyed this episode, you can give me a thumbs up on YouTube. You can leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can also check out my Instagram at way.